Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I spoke recently about how sometimes you might have a disagreement with other people in your congregation. And this is something I've thought about this a lot because it kind of bothers me that the church has these points of disagreement. And so here are just some thoughts about this in case you've kind of wrestled with this too. Like, why is it, Lord, that different believers can vote for different sides of the aisle? Or why is it that different believers come down on such opposite sides in terms of, well, whatever the drama of the day might be? And so, <laughs> oh, this is sort of awkward to admit, but uh, years ago, I remember there was an election and a very um, pro-choice candidate was on the ballot and one of my friends voted for that individual. And I remember going to her and saying, why did you vote for this person? Like, because to me, like infant death is really a big deal. And she looked at me kind of with surprise and she was like, oh, that's just not part of my framework for decision-making. Like that just isn't an issue that's important to me. And uh, as I thought about it, I was like, oh, okay. From her perspective, what's important to her are things related to care of the earth, um, other, something probably related to fiscal policy that I might disagree, but that she believes will help the poor. Um, that there's there's just other things that are more important in her mind than um, the abortion issue. And I think that was that was kind of my first aha moment in terms of saying, oh, we don't all have exactly the same framework of values. And a few years later, this came through even more clearly. Um, my family had this game. I don't even remember what it was called, but basically it was something like here are 40 or 60 different either character traits or things that they're all good things. And so some of the cards would have been creativity, entrepreneurship, freedom, integrity, honor, um, health, beauty. So all of these things, like nobody is going to look at those cards and be like, well, entrepreneurship is actually bad. You know, what we need are fewer businesses. No, that wouldn't be true. Or like, well, integrity is really kind of overrated. No, all of these are good things. So what the what the game did, though, is that we were supposed to kind of, through this very creative mechanism that I don't really remember, um, we were supposed to somehow come up with our five greatest ones. And it was like, you know, you'd pass cards and take cards from the center pile and whatever. And what was interesting to me after playing that game was to see that we really did have as kind of each one of us in this, my, it was my family, my extended family that played this. Each one of us had a slightly different um, needs or values. So for my mom, she really values entrepreneurship and my dad really values integrity and I really value creativity. And so, and then all of us, to some extent, understand why the others are important. Like, of course, I value entrepreneurship. Of course, I value integrity. But in terms of like, what is the thing that is the most, like the lodestone for me, maybe, um, you know, if I am not creating something, it really bothers me. <laughs> I really like creating new emails and new podcasts and getting my thoughts out there. And so... Um, 
it, this, what I liked about this process was that it allowed us to say, we can celebrate that all of these things are good and all of them are good in the world. But when it comes to making decisions, we might change which decision we make because of our central value. And I think that this plays out oftentimes in the church as well. So for one person, they are going to value that sense of obedience far more than another one who's going to value that sense of it is for freedom that Christ came to set us free. And it's not because obedience is bad (laughs) and it's not because freedom is bad. It's just because they have a different um, grid for what is going to be the most important. And so to me, this is really helpful in even understanding why other people choose to behave in ways that maybe don't make a ton of sense to me at the moment. Um, Yeah, I just appreciate having that sense of every one of us is acting out of our hopefully anyway, out of a deep conviction, but because we don't all share the same convictions and maybe we don't all interpret the scriptures in the same way, then it means that there is a little bit of wiggle room and yet (laughs) Jesus still loves all of us and all of those good things are from him. They're just ranked maybe a little bit differently for each of us. And so then part of our calling is to love each other and and love the the gift that God has given to each of us, even despite the difficulties and the differences. And so, Lord Jesus, I really am asking that we would always be looking to you um, for our values, that we would be looking to you for our the ways that we make decisions. I pray, Lord God, that we would be walking before you in... Um, in uprightness, Lord, as you call us to righteousness and you call us um, to peace and you call us to joy. <laughs> For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And that you give us righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Lord, I think about these words and how beautiful and rich they are. And we cry out for those more in our own lives. We cry out for them in our communities. We ask, Lord, that we would be carriers of your righteousness as we go through this world. We say thank you that you invite us into relationship with you. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Amen.